This episode of the Cape Podcasters is spoiler free. Hello, citizens. Welcome to the Fortress of Potitude. I'm Dave Michaels. I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. This is a show where we talk about some supermen. And superwomen. But today. Today? We're doing things a little differently. Very differently. We usually talk about older movies. Yep. And this is going to be our first that we talk about that's Still in, theaters. in theaters. Freshly in theaters. Freshly. Full disclosure, we're recording this two weeks before this movie comes out. Because me and Brian were able to snag sneak peek tickets or special through Fandango. Well, I'll shout them out on that, that one. Sounds less because they hooked us yeah. up with okay. that. They hooked a lot of people up because it was on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> we were able to get them. We get to see it today, and we get to have a little fun with this because the social media embargo was lifted a week ago, two weeks ago, whatever it was for yeah. Shazam. Yeah, and we're talking about Shazam, by the way. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Shazam! Holy moly! I can't believe we forgot. <laughs> But the social media embargo was lifted on Shazam about two weeks ago, and the reviews were overwhelmingly positive. It got us pretty fired up and said, hey, let's see that thing early. Let's talk about it. This is my favorite superhero. I don't hide that. It hasn't yeah. been hidden That's, for a little while now. That is right there on Front Street. Yeah. So this is going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. The cool thing is- I'm is happy that, for you. I'm happy for me too. But the cool thing about this is that while we're in the theater seeing this movie, the review embargo is getting lifted. Right. So we actually don't have any reviews right now. And when we come back, this is a, a pre thing here. So we want to talk about what we think is going to happen and go over the history of Shazam just because he's a completely new character for the most part to the greater world out there. Yeah. His last live action appearance was on an episode of the Drew Carey show in a what? In a dream sequence. He was playing pool outside with Drew Carey. I have they no did that on that show, right? There, he had the outside a... pool table, right? The 2001 episode, yeah, he did have a side pool table. Was he in involved, Cleveland? That's not yeah. going to work. Was he involved in the Caterpillar and French Fry episode? No. That whole debacle? No, this was- uh... It's disgusting, by the way. That's fine. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love that episode. <laughs> uh, no, this is the episode Drew's in a coma. Oh. And apparently Captain Marvel is in his- uh, Right. In his dream. Right. A little history on Shazam slash Captain Marvel. Came about in 1939, Fawcett Publications- Apparently, it's going to be a thing in this movie. They live in Fawcett. I guess they go to Fawcett Middle School or something like that. Okay. I saw that in the trailer. It was in the background of one of the shots. Sure. I believe it takes place in Philly, though. I 100% believe it takes place <laughs> in Philly. He moved to Philly. He's Philly Billy. Philly Billy. So it's Billy Batson. He's going to be our, our Shazam boy. But in the 1940s, Shazam was actually a bigger comic than Superman. That's unreal. Think about that. That's unreal. And which one have you heard of? No, this isn't fucking Kazam either with Shaq. <laughs> No, it's like, it's Shazam, uh, the genie movie with Sinbad. That's, that never existed. <laughs> Have you ever like looked into that? How oh, many yeah. people think that that's a thing? Yep. That's insane. I mean, it doesn't sound unfamiliar. No, but it's one of those things like, what was Sinbad doing back then? He had his own show, right? He was doing ridiculous movies. We did Good Burger. He did do Good Burger. <laughs> that's not out of the realm of possibilities no, that, that he would be a genie in did the you, movie. Do you remember how he was dressed in Good Burger? It looked like he had like just a quilt of clothing on him. It oh was yeah, completely sewn together it was nuts. Yeah, that's a weird movie. Yeah, Mondo Burger. Oh wow, are they superheroes? Only to us. Only to us. Only in our hearts. <laughs> Isn't Abe Vigoda in that movie too? I don't from remember. Godfather, the old guy at the uh, I think he's the fry cook there. It's been ends so- up oh. ends up in the uh, insane asylum at the end. That, yeah. that weird dance sequence. Oh wow, you remember this movie way better than I do. Wow. <laughs> Why is this all coming back? It's just like I don't a, know. The the dam just broke. 
Does Dave love Shazam? I do, I do, I do. Ooh. <laughs> like I was saying. <laughs> yeah, Shazam was bigger than Superman back in the 40s. Around 1953, Shazam went away for whatever reason. I guess comic books stopped being as popular yeah. in the 1960s when, as they call it now, the Silver Age of Comics came around with Stan Lee working his magic with Spider-Man, Fantastic Four. What a guy. You name it. They decided that they wanted to try to bring these characters back, or at least it opened the door to bring some characters back. Sure. In 1973, Shazam's back, not called Captain Marvel anymore, because in the 40s, he was Captain Marvel. Yep. His comic was just called Captain Marvel. Shazam was the name of the wizard, and now we're Shazam in I the believe, 70s. I always thought that he was still called Captain Marvel, but the name of the book was Shazam. So, the character himself was still called Captain Marvel, okay. even in the 70s. And he still had to say the wizard's name in order to get these powers. Right. And the powers are... Shazam spells out the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. Cool. Neat. He's, like a, that. he's a god boy. Yeah. Oh, he's But a... not in the way that like you don't want to hang out with him. Fair. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Well, the cool thing about this is, oh, that whole streak happened. They had to call it Shazam, and underneath they put the original Captain Marvel. It's just a slap in the face to Marvel Comics, because at that point, Marvel Comics had their Captain Marvel. Right. There's a lawsuit, whole thing behind it. Read up on it. It's actually kind of cool. It's interesting for sure. Yeah. And they decided to call it Shazam. Yeah. And then Marvel said, hey, stop saying the original Captain Marvel, cease and desist. And they said, all right, now he's the world's mightiest mortal. Mm -hmm. And they officially changed the name of the character sometime around New 52. Is that right? Roughly. But at the same time, he still kind of gets called Captain Marvel. I know in the new Jeff Johns run that they're doing right now, yeah. they made a Captain Marvel joke already. Well, I know that there's there's still a Captain Marvel in-universe, but like in a different reality or something like that. It's, sure. I guess. I sure. don't know. I don't know. You got me on that one. That's- Loopholes. There are a million of them. <laughs> but even at some point, it's like one of the cool things about this whole series and what they're setting up with this movie, starring Zachary Levi, who could not have been any more perfectly cast because he's a giant kid. Yeah. When Shazam gets his powers and he says the name Shazam, becomes a Zachary Levi. Becomes he, a super mighty mortal man. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. People were really worried about Zach Levi being Why? able to bulk up for this role. Oh, he didn't have a problem. No, he didn't at all. A lot all. of people who saw the first trailers are saying like, oh, he's wearing a muscle suit. And yeah. Everyone. Then they came out. He like posted on Instagram just not. a shirtless picture. And he's, he's like, not. this is just me, guys. Nope. Him and John Krasinski must have just been. At, At the, the Tromaville gym, together, gym yeah. doing sit-ups, <laughs> passing the joint, or whatever they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Just veiny neck, just pumping iron. Yep, yep. and just- Stressing out. Giving each other looks, because that's what Chuck did, and that's what yeah. John Krasinski did in the office. <laughs> that's true. That's true. There were some other people who were almost cast in the role. Who? Army Hammer was one that they really wanted. I could wanted, actually buy that. Which I could see, yeah. Yep. Uh, Jake McDormand, who played Brian on the Limitless TV show, and he was in Live for Your Die Hard, I guess. Okay. Parker Young- who was in season four of Arrow. He played uh, Oliver Queen's campaign manager, and sure. he was dating Thea. Joshua Sass, who was Gallivant, and in No Tomorrow, he was like the main guy who- Gallivant's a fun little show. Who thought that the world you was going to end. I saw a couple episodes. Okay. I couldn't get into it. Okay. It's a fun little show. It's interesting. It does not surprise me that it went away, but oh, yeah. it's fun. I'm surprised it lasted two seasons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derek Thaler, who was the brother in six seasons of Baby Daddy, and uh, John Cena. I'm so happy they didn't go the John Cena route. I, I can't really see John Cena. <laughs> no, especially because John Cena, as he gets older. That was uh -huh, a great I joke. got you. I got I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Uh, John Cena to me isn't John Cena anymore because as he gets older, he's turning into Ernest P. Warren. Uh, he is. It's Just amazing. like a jacked Ernest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest goes to the gym. <laughs> Pretty much. You're gonna, you wait. He's going to bring that back at some point. That would be amazing. And it's gonna be, he's going to put on 
what is it, the denim vest oh, with please. the gray shirt underneath? Please. Be Sooner terrific. the better. That'd I be think fun. You know what's gonna, it's going to be? They're going to have Jonah Hill play like the big cop yeah. who's always in that. Oh, yeah. It's going to start the quiet out... old cop? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Something to chew on. Yeah, I'll think about that. It's going to start as like an April Fool's joke. Just Without a doubt. John, John Cena's going to yeah. post something in, in that outfit. Yeah. Ernest saves WrestleMania. And then That's it's going to be, be like, one. oh, no, we actually need this. And then two years later. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we got Mark Strong back. Oh, I'm so happy for he that. He loves doing these superhero movies. No, he's playing Dr. Thaddeus Savannah. He's How such cool a good is that? villain, so he's the best. I'm pretty excited about he's that. He's the best. And out of all the villains I could have picked, this was the easy one to go with. Okay, tell me about him. I know nothing about him. Well, he's an evil scientist. Okay. He's got a family. Sure. The Savannah family. This uh, whole entire Shazam world likes their families. That's a good. A lot. That's, I like family. Family's good. Yeah. I can tell you right away that had they gone with the villain that I would have chose, no one would take this movie seriously because I would have said go with Mr. Mind off the bat. Oh, okay. But he's a he's a little evil worm. An evil worm. A literal worm. Like, oh, wow. So literal not even like Earthworm Jim. worm. We're talking. Yes. Neat. But then I'm happy they didn't go with the other obvious choice of Black Adam. Right. Because there was originally supposed to be a Black Adam Shazam movie. Right. Starring Dwayne Johnson, who- He's been on for a long time. Is listed as an executive producer on this movie. Yes, he is. And it's interesting because one of the big things that they're talking about with this movie is how much hasn't leaked. Right. Which is it's fascinating. For any movie impressive. now, that's fascinating. Right. Because I guarantee you're going to start seeing stuff leak out about Endgame now, especially oh, especially now Ruffalo that... starts doing interviews and Tom yeah. Holland starts doing interviews. Yeah. Now that we've seen the- uh, the advanced tech suits, which everybody is theorizing yeah. are quantum realm suits. You see someone slap those, Deadpool on that? Those leaked in there? Yeah. So that was yeah, pretty that was good. Awesome. Now that they're in. Those leaked they're in, early. By the way. Yeah. And so I think that's the whole reason they're in the trailer now. It's because they leaked anyway. They're that's like, fair. ah, throw them in there. That's fair. You ever watch any like the YouTube clips of Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland doing interviews and stuff for oh, leading yeah. up to Infinity War? Yeah. And Benedict Cumberbatch to stop him constantly because yeah. he's always, always close just to leaking. on the cusp of it's amazing. Giving something away. Yeah. And the thing about Infinity War and Endgame filming around the same time is yeah. that they've already let out a few leaks. They just didn't realize what film they were talking about at right. the time. That's got to be tricky. Yeah. It's got to be hard. Yeah. Oh, like I was saying, with stuff that hasn't leaked, is something big leaked with Shazam already. This is all going to be spoiler free. Yep. Full disclosure, this is all spoiler free. We will not be talking about anything in the movie after we see it. Right. We'll be talking about maybe the tones, the themes, what's fun, exactly. yada, yada, but- not going scene by scene by any means. No, definitely Spoiler not. Spoiler free. It has been confirmed that there is a Superman cameo in this movie. Really? Because I read a quote. Did it get cut? I, got re- I read a quote from yeah. executive producer Toby Emmerich. Okay. Who said that the film will be set in the DCEU. Yes. And it'll have a tone unto itself completely separate from those movies. Well, which, obviously, this is extremely lighthearted. And, Shazam um, is extremely lighthearted. I cannot says, stress that enough. It also said he also said that uh, there will be no appearances by other DCEU characters. Now I'm curious about that because this yeah. was a big story about if Henry Cavill was going to come back as Superman, right? And there was a very big rumor going around that they filmed a cameo with Superman. How they filmed one with Henry Cavill and then they filmed one with a body double. That's uh, no one knows if it's true. That's the rumor. But that was a heavy rumor going around. Well, there, time, I also read yeah. a couple times that uh, Henry Cavill never actually made it to set to record a cameo. So, but that could explain the body double part. Yeah, if, the, if it's even in there. Right. And Shazam and Superman, they're not buds. Really? Yeah. There's a bit of a rivalry in there. That's interesting. Yeah. That the the big blue boy scout would have a problem with a kid with the big red cheese. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's my favorite it's terrific. Oh, I wish we had done the nickname intro. Yep. <laughs> That's the only one. That's all you need. The big red cheese. Yeah. Hurts mighty, mightiest mortal. Big red cheese goes around saying holy moly a lot. Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Swiss. 
There you go. This movie's being extremely quiet about the Black Adam role. And they say that they want to introduce Black Adam in his own movie when it comes down to it. Yeah. But he was introduced in Shazam. He technically was the wizard of Shazam's like first experiment, if you will. And then he kicked his ass to the far like the depths of the end of the universe and he flew his ass back. Yeah. It makes sense for him to debut. You know, uh, and that's a interesting loophole yeah. in Toby's quote there. Yeah. Because he said no appearances by other DCEU characters. Correct. But at the same Probably time, meaning established they're, also characters. Saying, they're also saying in the DCEU that they're kind of going with a very loose DCEU where yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe is extremely tied together. Mm-hmm. With this, it's just maybe like a thread they're holding on to. They're not doing much. Where these are really standalone movies where you might see other characters quickly pop in, quickly pop out, something like that. Shazam, we just don't know. Yeah. Because this is a total new turn. Obviously, Wonder Woman destroyed it in the box office yes. and destroyed it critically. Yeah. Aquaman destroyed it in the box office. Did great. Did pretty good critically. Still haven't seen it. Me neither. <laughs> they're saying Shazam's going to have the weakest opening. That's what they're saying, but it's still projected to hit 40 to 45. Right. For an so. April opening, that's okay. Yeah. Considering that once May hits and Endgame comes, we're probably going to break records. It's also the cheapest yeah. produced of the DCEU movies so far. Only $100 million. Yeah. That's not bad. So. Yeah. It's going to make its money. Right. What are you expecting to see in this movie? I'm expecting to see... A lot of quips. I think it's going to be chock full of them. I think we're going to a lot of quips. Yep. And a lot of one-liners. Yep. Um, knowing that it's set in Philadelphia, I'm hoping we get at least one, one reference. reference. One reference to Wawa. I don't think you're going to get it. I don't you think might so get either. it. I don't think I will. A pretty prominent scene in that trailer has been at a convenience at store. At a convenience store. That's true. Yeah. But it doesn't look like a Wawa to me. No. But they also filmed in Toronto, so. True. All you got to do is slap a hoagie fest sign on that window, and now it's a Wawa. Oh, that's true. Problem solved. That would make me very, very happy. Yeah. Other than that, I'm kind of going into this blind. I don't know much about the character. I mean, you're the fanboy in this episode. Weird, right? So I'm going to be picking this shit apart. <laughs> Please do. Please do. Uh, I can't promise that I will. No. I'm not as good at it. That's I, I enjoy movies too much. Good for you. <laughs> Some of the things that I'm excited for in this movie is little things that we saw in the trailer. I mentioned how they go to Fawcett Middle School already. Yep. We saw that. Um, it looks like they have age-appropriate kids for this. Yeah, which, which is, is terrific. Finally, it's Hollywood. going to make it a bit tricky if they keep going on with this. How long do you keep Billy Batson a kid for? That's true. I don't know. I like how you have Freddie Freeman introduced in the trailer. Jack Dylan Grazer, right away. He's your boy. He, I liked him in It. Yep. You it's... recast him in something. I don't remember what it was. Uh, uh, Star Kid. That poor bastard. <laughs> 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 uh, some of the other stuff that I saw in the trailer that just stood out to me was Freddie Freeman is a massive superhero fan yes he has the shirt he's a batman shirt on at some point he has in the background of the shot in his room he has a superman statue on his desk you kind of get oh he opens up the drawer and he has all the superman articles too and they talk about like lex Luthor and stuff like that i like that that's neat i like that in the dceu that they're they are trying to monetize these actual superheroes who exist yeah that's fun yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh well why not all we really got right now right yeah i think that that's all we have i'm really excited i am too we'll be back after we see shazam yeah no time for you but for us a couple hours fair <laughs> billy bats i choose you as champion hello Say my name so my powers may flow through you. But I don't know your name, sir. Shazam. 
Wait, for real? Say okay! Shazam? We're back! We're back! We just saw Shazam. Yeah. We've had a poker face for like the past half hour, yeah. not talking about it, trying to get back here. It's not been easy. No, The only has. stuff we've discussed is some of the spoilers that we're not going to discuss here. This is very spoiler free. Yes. Can't gonna, state that enough. We're going to keep it so you can listen and still yeah. enjoy the whole movie with nothing being ruined. Right. What'd you think, Dave? That was fan-fucking-tastic. That's what I like to hear. Yes. That is... I said about two weeks ago, The Toxic Avenger is one of the best movies I've seen in a while because of how much I enjoyed it. I'm not comparing this to Toxic Avenger. Toxic Avenger, I knew what I was getting into when you put that movie in, and you could just enjoy it. But it's meant to be just strictly entertainment. This was just such a well-done movie all around. The energy is so high on it. It's insanely funny. Yeah. There's a ton of heart, a ton of charm. It hits everything dead on. This is a fantastic movie. And yeah, I'm fanboying a little bit. I was just going to say, it sounds a little bit like your fanboy. I'm a little biased. Shazam is my guy. Looking past that, when you look at it as just a film, as a movie, it's amazing. It is so well done. What did you think? I agree. It was was a great movie. It was, uh, they they did everything right. Just, wow. I wasn't expecting that from you. No? But I know that DC is a strange spot because DC gets looked at as kind of like grim and dark and brooding. Sure. And this was... The complete opposite. Yeah. Oh, this, no, this is an was... extremely lighthearted movie. There are still some parts that were a little bit dark. There but... had to be, though. I feel like to have but that yeah. nice contrast in the telling That's... of the story of it. Exactly. But, oh, man, what a movie. Yeah. Very well done. Zachary Levi, give me your thoughts. Oh, he was he was amazing. Yeah. He was just right for the role. He's just a big kid. And he played a big kid perfectly. He did. It was very believable. He did. Very believable. In fact, he was almost more of a kid than Asher Angel was. I agree with you. And I mean, it's no secret that Billy Batson turns into Shazam. Right. So not a spoiler. Not a spoiler. But no, I completely agree with you. I feel like he has that kind of confidence in himself. Yeah. When he, when he has the suit on. Right. He can be a little more goofy. Yeah. Did you ever hear any of Zachary Levi's interviews about that suit? No. He said it was pretty much like wearing a second pair of skin because that's how thin it was. Oh, So wow. while they're outside filming this thing in Vancouver in the winter, he's freezing. Oh, I don't doubt that. Yeah. Ah, uh, it had to be miserable. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to get that comfortable in something like that where you know that you're just showing off those muscles, you look great, you're pretty much naked. You gotta you gotta be proud of what you're what you're carrying around. I guess so. <laughs> Let's give this thing a super stuff score. We're going to have to change it a little bit. We are gonna have to alter some things to free. keep it spoiler free. What's our change going to be? I think I think we have to we can't mention parents. We can't we can't talk one way or another about I agree with you. The existence or deaths or anything of the sort of any kind of parental figure. Correct. So that said. Is that the only one? I that really think, is a, that would be a spoiler anywhere? I think that might be the only one. Um, we have another category that might be difficult to gauge just because it's so new and that's impact on the genre. Can we change that for something else? For this one, at least. We already discussed that for parents, we're going to change and we're going to put the audience reaction in the room. Yeah. Since we were in, we sat with them. Yeah. So we'll talk about how it was received in the theater. It's like impact on the audience, really. That's a pretty good one. So then we just have to replace parents. Yeah. I think if we go impact on the genre, we can kind of maybe look into the future. Okay. We know what's in the DC pipeline. We kind of know where they're going. Yeah. And we can, let's let's gauge to see if this is going to be a trendsetter or just another stepping stone to something. Sure. An impact prediction. Sure. I I like it. I think that's fair. Okay. So let's kick this off. Let's start off with setting. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. It. I was nervous. Philadelphia. Because I've spent a lot of time in Philly. Yeah. And I'm going in. I was like, 
They're going to mess this up. It's going to be wrong because they filmed it in Toronto. It's not wrong. It felt like Philly mostly. 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 That's very fair. A lot of the stuff, you could tell some of the scenes are probably meant to take place out in the suburbs of Philadelphia, not so much in the city proper. Yeah. Because some of those houses had quite a bit of yard space. That ain't Philly. Um, Yeah. Also, my one gripe was uh, they had beer in the convenience store, which is uh, not going to happen in Pennsylvania. So. But. That's fair. But for the most part. That's in the trailer, by the way. That is the trailer. the commercials. It's out there. Right. For the most part, yes, it felt very much like Philly. I'm willing to go one. And they they yeah. hit landmarks. It was it was. You're going to keep me on a leash for these. Well done. So I'm trying to use my my head, but my heart is just so full right now. Style and tone. One. That's a hard one too. <laughs> yeah, I that, mean, th- this is one of the most stylized superhero movies ever made. Yeah, it's terrific. It's uh, yeah, I can't I can't argue. If we that. talk about the stuff that we've seen in the trailers so far, where you see the wizard and you see his where he lives and everything like that. Right. The production design there is incredible. Very well you done. You see the suit and the suit itself and the look of Zachary Levi is like the 1950s like superhero. Right. It's terrific. Right. It's not like the the modernized versions of costumes you see in other Exactly. Yeah. It's very much a bright superhero right out of the comic books. 100%. Look at this guy. Yeah. Hero. I'm going to go one. Okay. Explain and I had yourself. to think about that for a second. But there's a major arc here. There is. We can't go too much can't into go it. go deep into it. But. Every story has an arc. So I'm okay right. saying that and there's an arc. <laughs> there's an arc and it's an origin story. Yes. So really you're. The beginning, it starts one place. At the end, it's in a totally different place. It arcs. And he's heroic. He is. Yeah. Okay. One. <laughs> well, we're we're going to give that a Man, one. That is tough dancing around that. But that is yeah. tough. Do you the, agree? Do you agree? I do agree. Okay. I do agree that, uh, yes. Sure. Especially in an origin story. Okay. Yes. Good. yes. Uh, Sorry if this is vague, but it kind of <laughs> has to be. <laughs> villains. I'm going to go one. Are you going to not go no, one at any no. point? No, I'm thinking back on past villains. Okay. Not so much this villain. I'm comparing. It's Dr. Savannah. Yes. In the trailers. Mark Strong. Mark Strong. Mark Strong's amazing. Who we know is a fantastic villain actor. But I'm thinking of. The villain's motivation and what he's going after. Yeah. And it is clear. Yeah. And then there's. Yeah. And yep. Events. It's clear and it's not clear in the best way. Right. Right. And I think that's what makes it so perfect. Yes. It's he's got a grounded motivation, but then there's probably loftier aspirations. Well said. What do you say? You're going to have to pump the brakes on me if you think I'm getting out of control. I don't know how you are the fanboy every episode. I have no idea. Oh, it's hard. It's very hard. That's why I let you pick the numbers of the Super Stuff score and then try to talk you out of that. That's fair. You're not doing a good job talking me out of it right now. No, because now you're the fanboy. But are they right <laughs> is the question. So far, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you're thinking villains. Down. Yeah, it's a one. It's a one. Mark Strong. It's, uh, he doesn't ever do wrong in my book. Female characters. This is a tricky one. This is very tricky. Because there's not a lot of female characters. Not a ton of them. And they don't do a ton. But what they do is massive. It's pretty, pretty big. solid. It's and I also appreciate the fact that they keep the story focused on Billy, on Billy, yeah. and his being super, and not putting yeah. in some kind but, of yeah, secondary and, story, right? And yeah, they're not really holding your hand, trying to like shoehorn characters in right. either, right? Which is nice, right? Everybody who's there is there for a reason, right? And pretty to well serve developed. Billy's story. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing. 
Are we really going to do it again? I think I think we are. I think it's a one. Holy shit. Okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> Story and motivation. This is strange because this we usually have issues with one or the other. Yeah. And I don't have many issues with either on this yeah, one. Yeah, the story is- The story's terrific. The story's great. And it's- And the motivation very, is- Very, yeah. I think it got a little mixed up in the middle, but it didn't. Right. Right. And you have clear motiv- yeah. You have clear motivations for, for Billy. You have motivations for uh, Dr. Savannah. You have- Wow. I mean- Are you going to type that one one more time? <laughs> this is a- This is- I'm starting to feel bad about this. We even have motivation for Freddie, really. We have a comp- we have more motivation for him than probably for Billy. Oh my, that's yeah, amazing. Uh... Okay. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, we're gonna do a one. I'm getting nervous. Like I'm starting to feel bad a little bit. Well, just because... Let me bring you back down to earth. Yeah, music. Um, it's almost unrecognizable. I I didn't I didn't care for it too much. There's a couple point... kind of fun little parts to it. Yeah. Where I thought it served it pretty well. I think well. there was one point in the entire movie where I really noticed the music. Yeah, and go. I was like, Benjamin Wallfish, you can do better. You're a regular collaborator with Hans Zimmer. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm, I'll probably go like 0.25. I don't even know if it... It's There's a couple little fun things that I liked, but that's not even a credit to him. Right. I might go zero. I think, I think this is zero. Yeah, because they're not really a credit. Okay. I think it's a zero. I feel a little better. Yeah, me, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least, at least it's not going to get a yeah, perfect it's score. The music, it's it. There's music in the movie. Trust me, it's just nothing. Yeah. What do you anticipate is going to be the impact of this movie on the genre? What's in the pipeline for DC right now? Green Lantern Corps. Okay, that actually could be the closest thing to this if they do it the right way. If they do it the right way, yeah, yeah. Um, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous that, Emancipation of Harley One Harley Quinn. Sure, that's going to go the complete opposite direction. Yep, that's going to be Suicide Suicide Squad Two. Suicide Squad Two is before they reboot it. Right. Yeah. So Suicide Squad is villain driven, but James Gunn is attached. Right. And we know he likes to have a little bit of fun. Yeah. And yeah, James Gunn has oh this is I don't know if this is the the impacting moment though. I'm not sure either. It all uh, but it's a tone that we haven't really seen in DC since ever. In a long time, yeah. if ever. Keep in mind we also have the Joker. Coming. Yep, that's true. That's probably going to be just light because it's about a clown. Right? He, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. That's that's not going to be like the second coming of Christopher Nolan. There's a cyborg standalone coming out. Is that really happening? April 3rd, 2020. Oh, wow. here. Good luck with that one. Not exactly a light character either. No. You do oh. have Wonder Woman 1984, but Wonder Woman kind of set her own tone. Yeah, Wonder Woman is definitely, yeah. And so the success of it is going to make it so that does not get altered. I think that if you see anything truly colorful and light in the DC universe that's not hokey. Yeah. Then I think you're going to look at Shazam as an important pillar to it. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on how well this movie yeah. is received and how well it does. Yeah. I don't think that this is going to drastically change DC. I think this might be its own. I think it might introduce a little splash of color here and there. Yeah. Because this was. Oh, man. It was it was so much fun. Yeah. That's the thing that's getting me. If it's they, extremely if fun. If they went yeah. this route for all the future movies. I would be so on board. Can you imagine a board. Superman movie this fun? Can no. You imagine? No, I can't even imagine it. Yeah, I mean, Aquaman, I haven't seen it, but I imagine no. it's dark and underwater. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know if it's dark. I don't know. Jason Momoa is kind of, you know, eh, let's go surf. You do get DC Super Pets coming out in 2021. Is that real? Yeah. It's animated though, right? Yeah. That's okay. what it says here at least. Yeah, it doesn't count. But the impact might be larger even still because Black Adam that's, is part of the Shazam that's universe. True. That's so true. It depends how that goes. Yeah. As we said, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been listed as Black Adam for years, and he is listed as executive producer on in this, yeah, yeah. this movie. 
I'm willing to go 0.5. I think that's the right move. I think that's that's very fair. Audience reaction. One. Yeah. They had a was, ball. Everyone was laughing. I don't know if there was that one kid who really wanted to leave. About five minutes into the movie, there's a that was strange. There were kids in the theater. Yes. And it was a lot of kids in the theater. The guy that was sitting next to me actually made a, a comment at one point like, this is rated PG-13? Yeah. Because they, there are some pretty intense scenes. There are, are a few very frightening things I could see for like a uh, younger child. Yeah. Two come There were kids younger yeah. than 13 in that theater. Oh, absolutely. Do you think it's a kid-friendly movie? I don't. I feel like- I don't. I feel like if, if you can get your kid through the first half hour of it, golden. The pacing was a little off. Uh- but yeah, that set. I mean, all the all the super scary stuff comes up early, and then it's... it comes up late too. It comes up all over the movie. It's actually spread out pretty far. Yeah, but it, it's it's far and few between. I'll give you that. There's a yeah. lot of of more fun and light scenes. Yeah. that are spread out throughout the movie as well. Yeah, but I I wouldn't call this a kids movie by any means. No, even though it's strange because you have kid leads. Yeah. in this. Yeah, which is fun and interesting. That dynamic. Yeah, it's it's definitely meant for an older audience. I, yeah. I think PG-13 is, is the PG-13 right call. PG-13 is the I mean, absolute it's... right call for it. The audience ate this thing up, though. Oh, big time. The the laughs they that you got huge. from- Yeah. They were huge. David F. Sandberg. We should probably mention the director at some yes. point here. Did Lights Out. He did one of the Annabelle sequels. He's good. He's he very good. He understands timing really well. Timing? Story. Big time. Big time. Yeah. So, kudos. I mean, a lot of those jokes that were in there, I'm going to put a lot on the actors, too. They crushed it. Of course. And a lot of the time, like, you get Zachary Levi and you get Jack Dylan Grazer. Yeah. Those two together, there's a lot of chemistry there. Uh, It's funny because, like, like Asher Angel got cast in, in like, kind of the lead role. Yeah. But Jack Dylan Grazer does way more work. I agree. Throughout the movie. He's a hell of an actor. He's very good. There's a reason I made him my star kid. Yes. (laughs) I still say you cursed him. (laughs) I'm going to go one. Okay. For audience. Yeah, one. One-liners. That's an easy one. That's a really, really easy one. Is it? I think it is. That <sighs> theater lost it at some of these lines. Yeah, but I'm not going to go around saying them. We already do. Uh-huh. I just pulled your own yeah, line no, on you. Yeah, no. The thing is that we already do. Brian's not happy right now because he's trying to lower this score in a way, I think. Because he's the one who looks at these numbers as we're talking about it, and then he gives us the final number. And I think he's trying to be a little difficult right now. Because of how high this number is. And I feel a little uncomfortable about how high this number is. You should. I mean, I'm going to let you pick one-liner. Okay. I think that's only fair. I'm usually the dick when it comes to one-liners. Yeah, yeah. And I think- I, I think, think these are terrific. I'm going to have to be a little bit of a dick here. I think you got to I think I'm going to give it a 0.5 for one-liners. Why? Because there were a few. Yeah. But I'll, there's, nothing, there's nothing that sticks out to me right now. Even in the trailer. I'd like to buy your finest beer, please. That's funny, but I don't know. It's that sure that's one of them. Okay, but uh. if you feel point five is appropriate, then I believe you. Okay, I'm not going to fight you on one liners this time because again, I appreciate that. I'm flying high right now. I just had an hey, unbelievable experience at the movies. You had you had the full fanboy terrific. experience, and I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad you finally got it. It's great. I have a question for you, Dave. Yeah, do you think this is the best movie we've seen overall? Overall, top to bottom. Yeah. That's tricky. And my reasoning for that is that it's raw. Yeah. We're literally just coming out of it. That's true. We're very fresh Adrenaline's flowing and it's all still fresh. Am I going to remember every single shot of this movie in, I'm probably going to see it a bunch. Not in theaters, obviously, but just in general. And I'm trying to think of the movies that we've watched in the past. What stands out to me? And my personal favorite superhero movies, Spider-Man 2 is a really big one for me. Yeah. Batman 
is a pretty high up one for me. Yeah. I think all the Nolan ones are pretty up there on my list. Well, of course. Batman Begins, yeah. Dark Knight, absolutely. Dark Knight Rises, somewhat. Okay. And 66 Batman is high on my list, too. I know that. Is this the best superhero movie I've ever seen? Oh, no. I mean, of, of, the, of the ones we've of talked the about. Of the 21 movies that we've, we've reviewed. No. Okay. And my reasoning is I put on a watch to go to the movies to see if I was ever going to look at the time. Sure. And I didn't. That's a little trick that one of my old film professors told me. Hmm. He says, wear a watch to the movies. If you ever feel the need to look at your watch, it means that you're not in it. And That's, it's a weird way of yeah. thinking. Like, you don't have to look at your watch. But it's a weird way of thinking, like, how into this movie are you? I never once had the thought to look at my watch, which That's made good. me happy. Yeah. But I did feel like it was a little on the long side. Okay. And that was an issue in Batman for me. How I felt like sure. that was on a really on the long side. Absolutely. And it was an issue in the first Superman for me. Mm-hmm. I was a bit on the long side. But then I get something like Spider-Man 2, which I think is the perfect length of a movie. I love that movie. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, this is not the best movie we've seen. I'm willing to put a top two, top three. Well, I have good news for you. Yeah. Based on its Super Stuff score, it's going to make the top three. Okay. Uh, it's tied for third. Okay. With Wonder Woman. That's it's a, fair. It's a flat eight. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's a great score. That's pretty good. And I, I actually would like to revisit this the two, later on. The two that it's right it. behind? Yeah. Batman and Spider-Man Spider-Man 2. That makes sense. Yeah. I'd like to revisit this a little bit later on when we start seeing where it lands, the like, impact on the genre, and when we can spoil it just a little bit. Yeah. I Yeah. It might be worth a revisit when we get deeper into the DCEU. Sure. Hey, maybe this will be our Christmas episode. Maybe. It's a Christmas movie. Not a secret on that one either. By so. the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's all out there. While we were sitting in the theater, oh. the review embargo got lifted. What timing we have. How about that? That's I love the way <laughs> they do this. They did this with Aquaman, apparently, where they put it out in sneak preview as well. Yeah. And they also did it with the latest Jumanji movie, which kicks ass if you haven't seen it oh really it's amazing oh, i have to see it then. it's so good that was what uh that was probably my favorite movie of last year wow i loved it wow yeah okay and the reason they do it is because they usually do it to say that a younger audience can see this movie mm-hmm. it's okay they want that news out there right away building it up well it's also kind of crazy that the embargo got lifted two weeks before this thing even hits theaters yeah which shows they're confident. Yeah. Oh, they're they extremely should be. confident. The stuff we saw on social media was saying before this embargo got lifted, the social media embargo got lifted two weeks ago, and a lot of people were saying this was the best DC movie to date. You saw it. I yeah. saw it. And yeah, that's kind of when we got the tickets for this because we were just that right. curious. Yeah. And you're a fanboy. And I'm a fanboy. <laughs> I'm going to start this off because Brian has not looked at these yet. That's true. I'm going to update them because they've been updating like crazy since it got lifted. I believe that. Metacritic was the first one to put their combined score out. Okay. What do you think Metacritic gave this? What's their scale? Is it just a scale of 100? 1 to 100. Okay. It's a 94. It's not. It's a 79. Oh, wow. That's... Oh. Yeah. It's a 79 as of now. Again, this is probably all going to change over the next... Sure. Again, we're recording this early. Yeah. These numbers probably going to change. That's based on 17 critics. IGN. They got their claws in this one already, too. Wow. 8.8 out of 10. That's closer. And the one that you're looking for, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Literally put it out as we were sitting here. That's amazing. 1 to 100. It's out of 32 scores as of now. That number's going to shoot through the roof in the next couple days. Yeah. As of now, 32 reviews in. 1 to 100, go. 90. 97. Wow. Okay, so I I flipped my my Metacritic and my Rotten Tomatoes, even though the Metacritic was even lower than what I just said. 97% percent as of now good again only 32 they're gonna get probably a couple hundred of these yeah coming in yeah so. and it might lower it a little bit but yep 
I'm going to give you a couple positive ones. Not hard to find it with 97. No. I want to find that negative. The Guardian says, it's buoyant and unpretentious. Shazam aims low and mostly succeeds. A kid-friendly caper powered with enough energy to keep its target audience engaged with a fun central conceit that plays like a cross between Big and Superman. That's funny because that's exactly what Zachary Levi said in interviews is the yeah. idea is that it's big with superpowers. Yeah. The Associated Press says, Shazam is just a lightning bolt of unexpected joy that is certainly worth your time and money. Agreed. That's, that's safe, yeah. I guess. Newsday says, a welcome antidote to the usual brooding DC fair, an upbeat superhero movie that feels young at heart. Accurate. Entertainment Weekly, whenever Levi is on screen, wowed by his new grown-up physique, his muscles seem to have muscles, and shocked by his newly discovered powers, the movie soars. With well, a 97%, you're going to get a lot of reviews like that. <laughs> Want to find that negative? Where are you hiding negative? We got one outright rotten. It's by the Midwest Film Journal. Oh, this ought to be good. Lightning doesn't even strike once in Shazam. That's the whole review? Well, that's what he said. You want me to read the full review? No. I'm kind of curious because it's only rotten one that we have right now. Okay. All right. So his website, the Midwest Film Journal, looks like it was done on, what was that old garbage site? GeoCities? Thank you. Angel Fire? Angel Fire is what I was thinking of. <laughs> it doesn't look good. It looks just super, oh, yeah, super corny, uh, just throwing it in, in there together. It's not very good. So this is just a guy who didn't get it. That makes sense to me. He compares it to being a smaller Aquaman a lot of the time. He said that well, he wanted to make sure he let it off by saying this is the fourth movie released by Warner Brothers to feature one of their DC comic superhero properties since 2016's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, a film that effectively killed the dream of an interlocking cinematic universe to rival Marvel Studios. He didn't even give this thing time. No. That's, no, that's... insane. Yeah. But he says Levi is generally good as a title character. It would be fun to see him in a film that feels more focused on his adventures or includes his childhood innocence alongside the other DC Extended Universe heroes. So this guy just wants a Marvel movie. He wants a Marvel movie. Yeah. He wants something that's going to be completely connected. Right. And that's that's yeah. not what we're here for. That's not. No. That's not what this movie's about. We can still have movies that are just about one hero guy. Sure can. God. We sure can. That drives me crazy. And I'm a Marvel fanboy. And yeah. that's like, come on. Know what you're getting into. I'm happy we got to talk about some Shazam. I bet you are. That's terrific. Uh, you should be happy, too. I'm very happy. That was awesome. Yeah, it felt like a payoff to a lot of hearing about this hero. Yeah, absolutely. How does it hold up to the comics? There's differences and similarities, Sure, for sure. I think that they embrace him being a kid a little more, which I like a lot. Yeah. I think that was needed. Uh, I like how there are a ton of nods to the comics, to the point that after one of them happened, a guy behind me said, what the... <laughs> and I'm sitting there laughing about it, which is terrific. Yeah. But I, if you're a fan of the comics, then I think you're going to love this movie. Absolutely. But I also think that... You don't have to be. I don't think you have to be. But I also think that a lot of people who've been reading Shazam a lot longer than I have, or have been a fan of it a lot longer than I have, might be against this movie. Okay. Because it does follow the new Shazam comic right. series a lot. I know a lot of loyal fans aren't big fans of that because of the direction that it took. And the way that they're kind of setting the story up to go now, as opposed to where it was in the 70s. Sure. Or even like Power Shazam, A Trials of Shazam, all that stuff. But I think that if you could just sit back and enjoy a movie, you're going to love this movie. Yeah. This yeah. is a great movie. It is a great movie. So rate and review. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. You can like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Caped Podcasters. And uh, send us your comments, your questions. Dave still likes Green Lantern. It's been weeks. Green Lantern's still a good movie. And nobody's it's called them out on it. No. Which is unfortunate. Bring it. 
Yeah. I want it. I want someone to call me out on it. But you're not wrong about this movie, so I don't know. Maybe you might be onto something about Green Lantern. Maybe I need to re- I'm not going to rewatch it. I just got an update. IndieWire said, DC surprises with one of the most fun superhero movies ever made. Wow. That's some high praise. Well, you know what? Take Our super what score yeah. holds up at an eight. That's... And yeah, it's... We did it again. It about was that? almost higher than that. Yeah, I'm glad we came back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. It almost tied for, for first. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And I'm sure... Uh, actually, I'm curious to see where it falls when we... Yeah. Redo it when down we, the line when we can talk about a few other things. Yeah, it's a it's a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, if you have any questions, comments, belittling of Dave, defenses of movies that we like to hate on a lot, send them to capepodcasters at gmail.com. What are we talking about next week? Well, Dave, why don't you pick since it's your birthday? I get to give a gift for my birthday? Oh. To everyone here? Absolutely. Okay. Just don't make it a bad one. No. I think I might. Or make it a bad one. Hey, <laughs> it's your birthday. We got really, really excited last UB2 pick when Brian looked at the number and he said the name out loud, and I have not stopped thinking about it since. Oh. Next week. Yes. We're talking about Howard the Duck. Yes. Oh, that's quacktastic. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm very excited. Yeah. So, yeah. Next week, Howard the Duck. Same pod time, same, same pod, pod channel. channel.